Hello and welcome. Welcome to season two, episode one. Oh my God, I have missed you guys so much. Oh my goodness. It seems like forever since we last came together and we were able to conversate. Um, but to God be the glory. To God be the glory. What a year we have just come through. The year of 2020. Oh my goodness. It was certainly a year, but if I am honest with myself, despite everything that last year bought, everything that it entailed, it was absolutely one of the best years I have ever experienced. I know that sounds absurd. I know it just seems unrealistic. Um, I don't know how to put it into words and I don't know how to explain it, but last year has been one of the most defining years of my life thus far and for that I just want to just stop and give God the glory that is due to him I know that um, me myself personally my family you know we've experienced some ups and downs and some losses um, as well but again God just has his way of just making everything and all things work together for our good and his glory. So that's just enough to just start right there to just give him a shout of praise and just say, Lord, we thank you that we are on this side and we are still here. We are healed. We are whole. We are healthy. We thank you for your protection, your hand that sustains us. We thank you for your provision and your manna that shows up and provide day after day after day. So I don't know about you but if you have struggled or had a have have had a problem or or a hard time with struggling and knowing how to wait on the Lord to trust in the Lord or if you've ever had difficulty with being still and knowing that he is God baby baby 2020 was a great teacher it boldly showed up like a roaring lion It was equipped and prepared to bully every race and gender and nationality and creed. It challenged every belief, every priority, the rich and the poor alike. It did not discriminate. It made no announcements. It made no introduction. It said, I'm here. And before we could fathom what was even going on without any discussion, any room for negotiations, No time to study, no time to prepare, and we could not reschedule it. We were all signed up for one of life's greatest and biggest exams. The time of testing was here. Roll was called. And there was only one answer that we all could give. Present. It was nowhere that we could go and absolutely nowhere we we could hide. Everything was shut down. Stores was empty, roads and highways empty. Nowhere to run, no, nowhere to escape, no way to get lost in, in, in work. No more excuses that could be made. It was time. It was either truth or denial. We had all been counted, present and accounted for. Oh, all of our thoughts our ideals, where we stood in our faith, our choices, character and integrity choices, 
our level of patience, the depth of our, our level of patience, how attentive we were, the lack thereof, our heart posture, our desires, our decisions and priorities, our relationships, both personally and professionally, and so much more were put on blast, tested, tried, pressed, challenged, in some situations underestimated, embedded on, bedded against, all in the year 2020. We had no other choice but to see the hand of God. To see the hand of God, to seek the face of God, and trust his provision and his protection regardless of how he chose to release the manna in our lives day after day. For he is truly the only faithful and consistent one, is he not? So see, that's why I say 2020 and all that it it it, it bought, all that it entailed was one of the best transforming years of my life. So I ask you, what was God after in your life in 2020? What did you learn or are you learning in this thing we call wait? And how has it prepared you or preparing you to enter into 2021? We're already the second month in. How has 2020 prepared you to enter into 2021? See, there are many lessons to be learned in waiting. Personally speaking, you know, I I don't share anything with anyone that I have not yet um, experienced myself and God has not shown himself to me in the examples and the things in which he's done in my life, through my life, to be able to share it with others. So see, I had been asking God what my next assignment was, my next message for this very podcast. Now, mind you, I had received my last message on March 24th, 2020. Yes, you heard me correctly. March 24th, 2020. And the instructions that followed was, now wait. Okay, no problem. So I waited and I heard nothing. Then I said, well, Lord, it's been two weeks. Anything yet? And all I heard was crickets. Two weeks turned into three and three into four and four turned into five. And I said, now, now, dad, dad, now, now you the one that told me to start this. Anything yet? I'm listening. And still not a single word. So what do you do? When you know you heard God clearly, you finally grown to a level in faith to move, not by sight, but by faith. 
You've mustered up enough courage to step out of the boat, taking him, our heavenly father, at his word. You've grown to a level of maturity that you no longer seek nor need or even desire the approval or applause or the validation from man. Lord, all I want is to hear from you. And and you've been so excited because the conversation between you and he has just been freely flowing. You not only heard what he said, but you've grown to the point in the level of maturity that you now have learned how to discern what he meant without question, without doubt. And oh yes, there is a difference, but that's a whole nother message. So what do you do? What do you do when out of nowhere, God out of all people, leaves you on red. Has God ever left you on red? I mean, in the middle of the night, a random trip to the grocery store, he would give me instructions. And just like that, okay, not a problem. I would move in obedience. But dad, dad, you know, what about the last conversation, my last question? What's the next message? I fasted now 21 days. It's going on six months now, Lord. I want to be a good steward, Lord. I don't want to mishandle this assignment, God. I don't want to drop the ball. Hello, hello, are you there? And finally, I hear what sounds like the clearing of his throat. And I just know my dad is about to bless me with a powerful message. I hear the clearing of his throat and I hear the angelic harmony softly filling the background. I feel the warmth of his presence and I'm getting chills. And he says, are you ready? Wait. So here's the deal. (laughs) Our father has a sense of humor. There is a posture in waiting on the Lord. We must be of good courage. We must be patient. We must confidently trust in the Lord. Not in what seems, not in what appears, not in what we think, but confidently trust in the Lord, in the plan that he has for us. We must understand that where we are as things are is exactly where we need to be. He has led us to that set of circumstances for a reason. We must continue to seek him through prayer and worship in spirit and in truth. And more importantly, with our obedience. When we can discern the rhythm of God, this is what the last nine months have taught me. We can resolve we are as we are 
right in step, in the timing, in the season with what the Lord is doing in that very moment. So yesterday, February 5th, 2021, at 3.33 a.m., Don't misjudge your seasons. And just like that, I knew that was the message that he was entrusting me to deliver nine months later. And according to Ecclesiastes chapter three, he tells us in verse one, there is a time for everything and a season for every activity under the heavens. All I can do is smile. Nine months later, Dad, really? I get the message and I understand. Don't misjudge your seasons. What does it mean to misjudge something? To misjudge something means to form a premature or flat out just wrong opinion or conclusion about something. It means to make an incorrect estimation or assessment of something based off of little to no information. It means simply to overall look at a thing and to perceive a thing incorrectly. It means that what it seems, what it appears to be, isn't at all what it is. There is always more, more at play, more at work, more you don't see, more you don't understand, more you may not even be able to handle at this very moment. Or simply, you're just not ready for it. See, God knows all these things. He knows what we don't know. He sees what we don't see. His vision, it goes to the end of the earth and back. He knew it, he saw it, he created it the end from the beginning. It's our job to trust and believe and move and have our being in him. That's our part. Because he and he alone has the ultimate plan for all of our lives. And the cost of getting ahead of him is just too high of a cost that any of us should ever want to pay. So I have to ask you, have you misjudged your season? Have you formulated a wrong or inaccurate or premature conclusion or assessment about the very season that you're in? Have you allowed your emotions or your anxious thoughts to cause you to get ahead of God or out of step with him? Have you made room to allow God to assist you in gathering all but only the information needed to adequately process the purpose of this very season? Furthermore, have you even considered taking the time to stop and reflect to consider the cost that it will take to withstand the weight of wisdom 
that's trying to be birthed from this season? Do you realize just how invaluable, just how invaluable this season, your season, regardless of what it looks like, regardless of what it feels like, really is? Or have you made room for your emotions, your hurts, your disappointments, past experiences, beliefs, traditions to inform your perspectives, draw your conclusions prematurely about this season. For some of you, just like me, for the past nine months, right now you're hearing crickets too. But I have good news. I have good news. If God have left you on red, it's for good reason. If he has commanded you to wait with no further instructions, just wait. Please hear me clearly. Trust and believe. It's for God reasoning. See, when God is calling for obedience, no other response will do. You can't pray your way out of it. You can't serve your way out of it. You can't fast your way out of it. You can't sacrifice your way out of it. He's after obedience. Jeremiah 29 and 11, it tells us, For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Not the pandemic, not your job, not your profession, not your family declares the Lord. He said it's a plan to prosper you, not to harm you. See, every good and perfect gift comes from the Lord and to it, he adds absolutely no sorrow. He have a plan to give us hope and a future. I don't know what your season looks like, or all that it entails. I don't know what God may be demanding from you in your season. But whatever it is, I must ask, are you able to discern his voice, comprehend his instruction, and apply it where and when necessary? Or better yet, are you willing? See, in the last episode of season one, we settled the fact that God was never caught off guard. He never is. That included the pandemic. That also includes the uprising of social unrest that we're witnessing. The inequality. The increase in the domestic violence cases. Divorce rates and mental and emotional instability. The suicidal and and depression spikes that's all come to the forefront and the surface just in the last year. He's a calculated God, a strategic God, a sovereign and a just Lord. He's a good father. He's not misjudging where he has us. But the question is, are we? 
See, the fullness of time and seasons has come where it is God and God alone that desires to unite all things, all things in him, things on in heaven and on earth. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 7 through 11. And I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. It encourages me. And this is what it says. He, meaning God, our Heavenly Father, is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his only son and forgave all of our sins. It was was he, our Heavenly Father, that has, has showered his kindness among all of us. Not some, all, along with all wisdom and understanding. Not some, all. God has now revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan, not ours. He is. And this is the plan. See, this is how good he is. He even lets us in on what the plan is. This is the plan. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. Everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, Because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he chose us in advance. In advance. And he makes everything, not some things, not most things, but everything work out according to his plan. That's good news. That's good news. I just came to encourage you on today at the command of of the Holy Spirit and being released by my Heavenly Father nine months later. (laughs) Don't misjudge your season. I want to leave you with three points that I just want you to reflect upon. And the first one is reflection. Reflection is so important. Because reflection brings about self-awareness, conscious knowledge of one's own character, feelings, motives, thoughts, desires, mental state, emotional state. All of those things are influencers of how we see and perceive the season that we're in. It's it's, It's a driving force. But through revelation, revealed truth, revealed knowledge that can only come from the Father, through the Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity, is revealed truth. And revealed truth will always reveal the purpose of a thing. Revealed truth 
will always help you see things not as you wish them to be or, or perceive them to be, but as they are according to the plan of God. Not what we see in the natural. See, this is what I've learned. God will never bless our ignorance. Never. He's always calling us to greater. He's always calling us into truth. Always. God will not honor our deceit. Nor will he honor our denial. We must worship him in spirit and in truth. And that leads to transformation. Real truth, authentic, transparent change. It's a call to action. And it must, it must, absolutely must challenge everything we think we know, thought we knew in order for us to to not just grow, but to continue to grow and to walk in newness, renewed in our mind, our heart, and our spirit. So while my season may not look like yours, when we learn to wait in the right posture, on the other side of the wait, we all come through with the God did it anyway testimony. Do you hear what I'm saying? See, the weight is meant to serve you, to grow you, to, to, to develop you and refine you. It's meant to shape and mold you, to elevate you, to help establish you so that you are fit, equipped, and enabled to serve him when called upon. You don't want to be like that fig tree that has everything that it needs to produce and reproduce. In the moment God comes through in need of what the the fig tree was designed to offer and yet it had nothing to produce, nothing to offer up. When God made sure You and I, just like the fig tree, had every single thing we needed to serve him when called upon. See, it's in the weight that God takes us from faith to faith and glory to glory. But please know and understand that it it will cost you something. It will not come easy. There will be trials and tribulation. He promises us that. But it will also strengthen us. It builds character. It gives us strong, deep roots. That's the place where we learn and we grow to always have a a, a seasoned word upon our tongues and our lips. You understand what I'm saying? Where we learn to be saturated with truth. Truth. A well-watered garden, even in dry seasons. Do you hear what I'm saying? It's the place where God and only God himself can cleanse and purge and purify and makes all things new. Not once, not twice, but again and again and again and again. Because that's just how loving 
he is. I get it and I understand every season is different. And some seasons we can walk through with a breeze. And some seasons, although they're tough, somehow we just muster up the strength that we need and we just hammer down and we just do what we got to do. And then there are some seasons, some seasons, you just want to say, Lord, you know, now is there any other way we we, we can work this out? I just don't, I don't, I don't want to take this route. I don't want to take this path. I don't want to have to endure this. I don't want to bear that cross. Some of you know what I mean. Some of you uh, are feeling this though. Well, Lord, it won't be so bad and I, I know I can do it. But if you just send me some help. So while some of you may be assigned to a season and you're all alone. While others may be assigned to help. I want to tell you that God is with all of us. God is with all of us. Look not to your left or to your right. Don't compare your season with anybody else's season. Because what God is trying to do in you and through you, for you, is completely different. Don't miss him where he has you. Because God will always show up even when others don't or just simply won't. You are never alone. It is my prayer that you will begin to seek him. That he may be found right where you are. As you are. It is my prayer that you will begin to make room. That will give him the freedom and the flexibility to surprise you. And to reveal himself afresh and a new see waiting in the right posture will always leave room for God to speak the word hear me clearly the word at the right time at the right place that will bring forth clarity and give strength and strategy that has the supernatural power to transform everything everything in your life from the inside out hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I encourage you to take a moment and to just reflect. Stop and think about where you are and how you have been stewarding this season. Don't get caught up in what it seems and what it looks like and how it feels. God is just. And he's always on time. The question is, is God able to trust you with next? Can he trust you with the trouble in the resources where you are now? In the midst of the pressure and the uncertainty. Will he find you being steadfast? Immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing, knowing, not guessing, but knowing that your toil is not in vain for his name's sake. See, it's time to get real and it's time to get honest like never before. This is the time for truth and transparency.
Because see, some of you have been hoarding and self-loathing and making excuses and serving rather than serving the greater, uh, the, the, the greater uh, than your reach. What's greater than your reach right where you are? Waiting on the more. When God said, well, you're not even using what I've already given you. Excuses. We can always serve greater than our reach right where we are because little, our little, is much when we put it in the hands of the Father. Hear me. Hear me. What is he after in your life? What does he want from your life? What is it? Have you asked him lately? Because I just believe that he wants to show us who we really are. And he wants us to see him for who he really is. I get it. I get it. I do. I, I, I hear I hear the voices now. I hear it. You don't understand what I'm going through right now. Absolutely nothing makes sense. I hear you. You have no idea what I've lost. I hear you. You have no idea what I've just come through. I hear you. Everything that I've been doing, everything I've done, it's too late. I hear you. Nothing good can come out of this situation. I beg to differ. Yes, it can. And yes, it will. If we learn to wait on the Lord, be still and know that he is God. They asked, can anything good come out of of Nazareth? Oh, absolutely. Yes, and amen. Ezekiel, can these dry bones live? Absolutely, yes. When the heart is converted. See, God has called us to attention. The thing that's before you, that mountain that seems too high to climb, that valley that seems too dry and barren to go through and and endure, that cross that seems too heavy to, to, to bear, I understand. I get it. Yet he has called you. Confidently trust in his plan. I pray that you submit to the process. And please, please don't misjudge your season. He's after something in you. He's after something through you. And it's greater. It's greater. This could very well be the thing that leads to the thing. Hear what I'm saying. That crushing, that pressure, that that loss, that deception, that isolation, you fill in the blank. You fill in the blank. Could very well be the mode of transportation to freedom, to peace, to joy, to elevation, to rebirth. You fill in the blank. See, I can't plead with you enough for you to submit and surrender to this season. To this season. See, 2020 just wasn't a year. 
2020 was, was the first year. It was a foundational year of the next decade. What is God after in your life? What is he's calling you to set into order? This, that was last year was a foundational year. Whatever your season looks like, regardless of what it feels like, the fullness of time and season has come. Don't you waste it. Don't you waste it. Hear what the spirit is saying. Look again. What is God using to get you to move from so he can get you to look again? What are you searching for externally that God is saying what's in your house? Look again. What has been out of focus, confusing, causing you to be flustered when God is saying you need a second touch? Look again. That thing that you've been complaining about, that situation that has brought you disappointment and just utterly disgust, that relationship that has ripped your heart out, that job that you may have lost, whatever it is, could very well be what God is desiring to use to shift you. Look again. Look again. Don't you misjudge this season. Don't you misjudge this season. I just want to encourage you on tonight and share with you what God has placed in my spirit. I want to help you to understand that this season, just like every other season, and there will be many. But when we find ourselves, wherever we may be in that moment, You've got to always know, realize, and understand that God is in that with you. He is preparing you for greater. He is preparing you to be greater. Seasons and waiting on the Lord will always bring you God's blessings. That no one has heard. That no ear has perceived. That no eye has ever seen. That's a promise. So it is my prayer that you you put your complete and total faith and trust in the one and only true living God with full confidence in knowing he is with you. And it is he that is that is in control of all of our lives. And if it has not ended well, not as we have desired it, not as we have pictured it. But if it has not ended well according to his plan, then God simply just isn't finished. So be of good courage and finish strong because I believe in you. Keep fighting, stay in hope, keep believing, keep trusting, and most importantly, keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Do not Do not misjudge your seasons. Look again. I pray that you have been encouraged, inspired, and blessed by today's message. And I just simply want to thank you so much for joining us in faith and on purpose. It is not by accident that this was the message that you had to listen to. 
May God get the glory that is due to him. And may it be good for you. In the mighty precious name of Jesus, I call it done and receive it done by faith. And Jesus.